Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I have an extra special guest this week who happens to also be one of my best, best friends. She has been in education for over two years and is incredible at what she does. Today, we are going to dive into mindfulness inside the classroom and how you can incorporate mindfulness into your classroom. So please help me welcome Adina to the podcast. Hey there, Adva here. I am so excited to welcome you to the Shaping Little Minds podcast, where we help support and mentor early childhood teachers inside the classroom. This is a place where we dive into classroom management, growth mindset, professional learning, and so much more. I'm an early childhood teacher who saw a huge gap in how early childhood educators were supported inside the classroom. I created this platform in order to help teachers feel more confident, supported, and develop a sense of trust in their teaching. Let's make teaching exciting again. Welcome to Shaping Little Minds podcast. So happy you're here. Yay. Thanks for having me. Okay, so let's start with telling our listeners about you and your experiences in education. Sure. Um, So my name is Adina Rudin. Um, I am currently a full-time reading specialist at a private school. It goes pre-K through eighth grade. Uh, I have experience working with kids in grades kindergarten through eighth grade. Um, I got my training and education from Stern College for women and then for undergrad and then for graduate school I went to Bank Street College of Education where Mm -hmm. I got my master's in special ed with a focus in literacy. Um, and I've been teaching and in the world of education for over 13 years now. Wow. Amazing. So today we are going to talk about mindfulness, which is actually a topic I've never covered on the podcast. So I'm, kind of, I'm really excited about it. So before we actually start, let's start by um, defining mindfulness and we'll Sure. What that really is. Yeah. Well, mindfulness, and I don't generally love to, you know, use the same word in the definition, but it really is about just being mindful, being mindful of yourself, of your surroundings, um, of your environment, being present. Um, so that's how I would define it, and that's how I define it to kids also. It's about mm-hmm. being mindful and aware of yourself and your surroundings and those around you. Amazing. And so bring that into the classroom. Um, Why do you think it's such an important, um, I guess, piece in the classroom? Why is it important to incorporate inside a classroom? Sure. I think by nature, humans tend to be very self-centered and very, um, they're worried about themselves, almost like, you know, they're the center of the universe when in actuality, that's not the case. And especially in a classroom, a child is one out of 20, 30 kids in the classroom. And it's important for their own success and the success of their fellow classmates to be mindful. Um, And it really does help facilitate a better learning environment for everybody involved. I love that. So um, what are three activities you can incorporate into a classroom to promote uh, that mindfulness that you teach to the kids? Sure. Well, I think it depends on where you're starting and how much experience the kids have with mindfulness. To start out with, 
I do almost like icebreaker type games that require mindfulness. So there's one that I love that the kids really enjoy also uh, that's called Mirror. And what you do is, you know, one person is the mirror and one person is, you know, the person doing the action and they pair up in partners. And so one person will do a movement and the mirror has to copy exactly that. So it's being aware of their bodies um, in relation to each other. So that's a really fun one. And it's a good one to do uh, for the teacher to get attention also sometimes yeah. um, and have the students be mindful. So that's one great like icebreaker game at the beginning of the year to do. Um, another one is um, what do you notice? So, cause like we said, being mindful is being present. And so just like the simple task of like, you're in this room, what do you notice? What do you hear? What do you see? And it, it doesn't have to be anything, you know, crazy details. It could be like, I see desks, I see chairs, I see a white wall. Um, and just being aware of your surroundings Love and those that. around you. Um, and then the third thing that comes to mind that I do a lot throughout the entire year with kids um, is quiet time. Mm -hmm. And I usually do it between a big transition. So, you know, after they come in from recess, um, before they start something else, before they go on to math or reading or whatever it is. Um, and just having, it could be five minutes, 10 minutes, however much your schedule allows um, of just quiet time. So during that time, it doesn't matter what you're doing exactly. You could be, the kids could be reading, drawing, maybe they need to have a little snack. Maybe they just want to put their heads down, whatever it is, it's silent. And in doing that and having everyone have quiet time at the same time, it fosters mindfulness because they're aware of everything around them. I love that. And honestly, a lot of those could be in incorporated into early childhood classrooms as well yeah um okay so uh when we talk about mindfulness a lot of teachers also like to read books and I know you do too especially yes. being a reading specialist yes so are there any book recommendations for any teachers who are listening to um help them teach about mindfulness absolutely I mean there are probably thousands of books about this out there and at the end of the day every teacher has their own style you know so I would definitely recommend you know going to your local library or Amazon or Barnes Noble and looking through you know to see which ones speak to them um, but I do have a few that um, that come to mind that I have used that I find very helpful with kids um, some of these can be used with kids of any age and some of them are geared more towards the younger ones. So definitely good for early childhood. Love it. Uh, the first one is Breathe Like a Bear by Kira Willey. And it has, I think, over 30 different types of breathing and it instructs the kids how to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's all different animals and plants in there. I think there's Breathe Like a Flower in it. There's so many different ways and it's it's really fun and the kids love doing it um so that's a really fun one great for early childhood um there's also moody cow meditates and that I would say is probably good through second grade um and it's more about the meditation aspect of mindfulness mm -hmm. and how to you know 
focus in on your energy and your feelings and how to sort of, you know, contain it in a healthy way. Um, and then for a little bit older kids, probably first through fifth, um, there's A World of Plausibilities by mm. Frank J. Celio. And um, that one's a really great one on like taking a moment to like pause and just be aware of what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. And then also What Does It Mean to Be Present? Um, by Reina Diario. And that really is exactly what it sounds like. It teaches the kids what does it mean to be present. Um, it's great. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And so many, I mean, so many of these books can be brought back to early childhood classrooms. And I know that not all the teachers that listen to this are necessarily just in, you know, preschool through kindergarten. Some are teaching first and second. So these are great, amazing recommendations. Um, my next question is about resources teachers can um, look into to help them either start to teach mindfulness or continue to incorporate mindfulness into the classroom. Do you have any resources that you use? Yes, I do. Um, the first one is Dojo's Big Ideas. If you Google that, it should come up. It's free to use, and they have lessons based on um, different things that has to do with growth mindset and, you know, teaching the kids how their brain is like a muscle, talking about kindness and compassion. Um, It's really great. And it has, it's all video based. um, Mm -hmm. And the kids love watching the videos. You know, it's, there's a, it's cartoons and animated. So they love it. It's very Mm -hmm. engaging for the kids. And they do have teacher lesson plans and extension ideas that come along with it as well. So that's really great for specifically teaching these bigger ideas um, for kids. And then there's also uh, Go Noodle, which is fantastic for so many different things, not only mindfulness, um, but they have, you can search by subject or by video type, and they have... um, calming ones that you can play to have the kids sort of like you know if you find your kids are getting a little too rowdy a little too silly you know like okay we're gonna do a go noodle now and everyone's gonna do it at the same time and it could be about breathing sometimes it's ones with movements um there's like so many possibilities there so definitely check that out that also um I believe is completely free for teachers you just sign up with your with your email yeah Amazing. And then um, two other apps. Um, the Calm app is really good. I've heard of it. Um, and I personally haven't used that one, but I know other teachers really like it. And also Headspace is a mm-hmm. great app. It, they It's for meditations, and they do have meditations for kids also. There is a small fee for that one. It's not completely free, um, but they do have great meditations on there as well. Yeah, there is like it's. A, I think it's a twelve dollar fee a month yeah. for Headspace. I have used that for myself. Yes, <laughs> um, but I I never even honestly thought about using that app inside a classroom. But it's a great idea. Um, okay, last question: How sure. can teachers find out more about you and connect with you if they have any questions? Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, as I say, my DMs are always open. <laughs> um, so on Instagram, they can find me. I'm Read with Pride, 
and they can email me, adina, A-D-I-N-A dot rudin, R-U-D-I-N at gmail.com. Um, they can reach out and I'm happy to answer any questions. Thank you so much for coming. This has been a long time coming. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I have been saying that I need Adina on this podcast for such a long time. I can't believe it's been over a year. And this is the first time I'm having her on as a guest. I love having conversations like these with Adina. She has so much insight and is so knowledgeable when it comes to education. She's one of those teachers that I kind of wish I could be a fly on the wall in her classroom because I would honestly learn so much from her. So I'd love to hear from you. What is one thing you are taking away with you and implementing into your classroom when it comes to mindfulness? I would love for you to just send me a message on Instagram at Shaping Little Minds, and I will be sure to share it with Adina as well. Before I close out this episode, I want to remind you that my brand new program, The Confident ECE, is finally here. This is a high-quality professional development program that provides one-on-one mentorship for new and struggling teachers. The program will meet your specific needs by diving into what struggles you are facing inside the classroom. Not only that, I help you to develop a strong identity outside of teaching so that you are able to find a work-life balance that suits you. This is a great way to start your school year off with confidence. If you have been in search of a professional development program that will truly help you grow and learn inside the classroom, this is the perfect opportunity for you. Learn more with a free 60-minute call where I can help you to identify who you are as a teacher and who you want to be outside of that. We get to start diving into making teaching a part of your life rather than letting it take over your entire life. You can find the link in the show notes below. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. If you could share this episode with your teacher friends, leave a review, or just share the episode on Instagram and tag me, I always love to connect with you. As always, keep learning, growing, and becoming your best teacher self. I am so proud of you. See you next time, teachers.